This podcast replay is brought to you by Walton Rayom. Call for a free consultation, 954-966-4646. At Walton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. Welton Rayom handles property damage claims due to a hurricane. Welton Rayom can help. 954-966-4646. All right, we are back as always, ready to rock and roll. We thank Ira Winderman and Kurt Heelan with our RedRecover.com Inside the Paint Show. Remember, the wraps are 30% off. Take advantage. Go to RedRecover.com. Got the wraps for the dogs. Those of us that uh, own our own and love our dogs, and we know some of them sometimes as they get older deal with those hip uh, issues, and they've got the wraps for the bigger dogs or smaller dogs. And hell, one of our listeners had uh, has a Yorkie that had broken legs, and they and and they had to put some uh, steel rods in there, and kind of uncomfortable. Been using the wraps now. The dog is moving around a lot better and uh, less discomfort and that kind of stuff. So redrecover.com really can help out us and can help out, you know, our best friends and our doggies out there. So go to redrecover.com, dealing with back issues, neck issues, maybe tennis elbow. Uh, what's that uh, paddle? What's that thing called? That um, that other game that be a pickleball. Maybe, you know, you got some soreness from pickleball or running or weightlifting. All that kind of soreness, man, you can optimize your workouts with redrecover.com. So uh, we thank the boys doing great work there as always. All right. Um, And remember, 30% off, which is absolutely enormous. Uh, Panthers off tonight. Tomorrow they take on the Shacks at the Florida Live Arena. Uh, Heat are back on tonight against the Pacers. You just heard the boys talk uh, an hour of basketball. Heat are favored by six and a half. I'm just going to say, you know, if you're going to uh, not, I'm not a financial advisor, not some kind of gambling expert, but, you know, the way I look at that game, I'm rooting for the Heat, but if I have to bet, I'm taking the Pacers plus six and a half because I just can't trust, you know, the Heat overall. The Heat is, it's such an awesome organization by far the best organization in town the track record says it the results say it we know they're exceptional and all of that and you know we're in a we're in a stage now where we're so spoiled with them that what they do now and and, you know they're going to get in the playoffs but that's like not good enough for us you know what i'm saying and that would be more than good enough for you know, fans in Orlando, they would love to get into the playoffs every year, no matter what. The Charlotte Hornets would love to get into the playoffs every single year, no matter what. And the Heat pretty much are in the playoffs every year. But the standard is so much higher. You know what I mean? So the demand is so much higher. So when you make a move for Kyle Lowry, it disappoints the rest of us because and, and them, too, because the, their standard is higher, too. It's not just making the playoffs, and God bless them for that. You know what I mean? The only problem is I'm not sure the maniacal approach to get to being the best is there all the way through because I don't know if the if the ownership group is willing to take chances all the time. They're only willing to take a chance on the obvious. And and not willing to take some other risks. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why they usually stay under the cap and they're kind of frugal in the way that they've done things. And because of the frugality, it's also forced them to make bad decisions. It's it's strange because you can take risks that you might end up going over the cap and it may not pay off and you're paying taxes. But then you can also take other risks like a, a Kyle Lowry, an older player, or or a Jimmy Butler who's you know hasn't fit in certain organizations, and then you wonder, okay, will he fit here? And he does, right? He fits here because he's a hard nose, hard ass type guy. That's exactly what this organization is. They expect their players to to play hard and and dedicate themselves. You know, unless your name Kyle Lousy, then that's different. You you don't have the same dedication, and that's because you've already made your money and you got your championship. There's nothing else to play for. 
You know, that's the problem. Jimmy Butler is playing for something. He didn't realize that his friend, okay, or the godfather of his daughter didn't have a tenth of the fire he does to go get a title. Why? Because his ass already got a title riding Kawhi Leonard's coattails. It wasn't like Kyle Lowry was ever the guy that could lead a championship team. He and DeRozan tried that many, many times and <laughs> every single time. Yeah, it's it's a weird dynamic that the Miami Heat organization is in right now, because I know I know Riley wants to go for it, but he doesn't really have all the ammunition he needs. And then because of that, they've also mismanaged the ammunition that they have. While I say that the owners at times aren't willing to spend. I mean, the fact that you're going into a season and you won't even pay for a 15th roster and you're spending another another uh, portion of your salary on Udonis Haslam. And I love Udonis Haslam, but he's not supposed to be on the team anymore for a couple of years now. And I get it. You're using him to, you know, police the locker room, but it just doesn't make sense, man. And so it's a it's a strange dynamic with the heat. You know, the ownership doesn't really commit because they're they're kind of frugal and they watch their their money they don't want to go over the cap and pay and yet then it puts the team and the front office in a position where they have to take odd chances they have to give like Whiteside a contract and Dion Waiters and you know you trade for an older Lowry and you're risking it with Butler and all that and you've gotten the max out of Butler this the contract was supposed to end this year the original contract the four-year deal. When they signed that four-year deal at the beginning, I said, if you didn't get a star next to Butler in the first two years, this deal would be a disaster after that. And it's been pretty good, but this year, now you see, he's missed half the games because his body's beaten up. Now the extension starts next year for the next three years with $160 million on it. Do you know what an albatross of a contract that's going to be down the line? That's a desperation move by a team, but they had to make that championship run inside that four-year window, not the next three years. Jimmy will not be the same player at that time. And then that puts you in a really difficult position because he's no longer going to be worthy worthy of the 45 to $50 million that you're paying him. I think the last year is like 52, 54. He's not going to be worth that. So that's because you forced the front office to take chances because the ownership group is not willing to go over the cap and pay taxes. It's 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 a strange dynamic, man. And it's and and because of that, I think it's been hard to kind of put the right group together to win. And now they're in a rut that they can't get out of again. And meanwhile, you've got two young players that you can build around in Bam and Tyler, but you've got to get rid of these albatross contracts where you can maybe surround them with something else. Like, they need another star. And, and you got to stop collecting stars that can't shoot threes in a league full of threes. You're paying Bam, and I don't mind paying Bam, but you're paying Jimmy and, 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 and uh, Lowry. Not one of them is a three-point shooter in a three-point shooting league. That's like saying, well, we're just going to run the ball and we're not going to have any receivers or any chunk plays in the NFL. Huh? Well, you're not going to win. You got to do something. You got to score points. And they that's where they struggle. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams. You invested your money in players that don't go with the way the game is now. Those guys would have been great for the 90s, not now. All right, let's uh, turn the page. Let's start talking a little football. Omar Kelly, baby, and our EssentialMovingExperts.com, Miami Dolphins Exchange. Time to talk aqua and orange, Miami Dolphins fans. It's the Essential Moving Experts, Miami Dolphins Exchange with Omar Kelly. When you're looking to move your home or business anywhere in the U.S. from coast to coast, call Essential Moving Experts at 305-602-8369. Flat rates and no surprise charges. EssentialMovingExperts.com. 305-602-8369. Let's talk Dolphins football. Here's Omar Kelly. 
Friday. Good morning. Oh, how you doing, baby? You doing good? I'm good, man. How you been? Can't complain, brother. Where, where, which way is your money riding on the uh, Super Bowl game? You know, I'm going KC, bro. Uh, yeah. I'm going. Uh, I think Chris Jones is going to blow the shit up. Uh, I think he's going to cause all kinds of havoc against that Eagles offensive line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think Chris Jones can cause havoc against anybody. He's one of those kind of guys. That mm-hmm. I think he. Yeah. I don't think there's a lineman that really is going to control Chris Jones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you would agree with that, right? I mean, he's just one of those no, freaks. He, he is. Yeah. You know what? I've had the pleasure of watching him work at Bomberito, um, and it has truly, for for multiple years, and it has truly been an honor to see how hard he works and to see, you know, there's certain guys and the personality and he's about as genuine as it comes. He trains down here. He works hard. Um, he's, and it doesn't matter when I show up at Bomberitos, he's always there and I can respect that. Yeah. And, and for a big dude, he can move, man, which mm-hmm. is, uh, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Very. So uh, this is what I'm gambling on. I'm gambling on that. Um, and and Hertz wasn't accurate in the NFC championship game. So I think they're going to be disruptive up mm-hmm. front. And I think the KC secondary is a little underrated. Yeah. And I think they're up for the challenge. And if you try, you're going to have to try to make Hertz perfect that day. And if you can do that, I think maybe you can, you know, get them to be, you know, inaccurate or. I, I think or, they're going to lean on the run game, but I, I do hear what you're saying. I got money riding on Kansas City. I bet them to win the Super Bowl, Um, you know, probably two months ago. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, obviously I'm leaning that direction, but I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty uncomfortable about the bet because I think can I think the Eagles probably are the most complete team in the NFL. Now I'm going to ride. I, I'm going to ride Mahomes as the better quarterback. And yeah. And, I I do worry about Jalen Hurts. I think there's an arm issue. I think there's an injury. um, And I think it could hinder him. And good coaching and good game planning could make you make him expose the fact that, hey, he can't throw. He can't throw it out with zip on it. So I'm curious to see what happens. But uh, I do have money riding on Kansas City. So I will be pulling for Kansas City. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, I will bet on Kansas City. I'm going to take the points. Uh, I'm going to see if maybe another half point comes in because right now it's a point and a half Eagles, and I'm I'm counting on the East Coast bias there uh, to maybe raise it to two points uh, by game day. Who knows? Then it goes to one, and uh, and I'm screwed. But yeah, I'm 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 leaning to KC. Um, before I get into uh, any Dolphins related stuff, point and a half is think- basically a pick them though. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, Sean Payton going to to Denver. You know uh, when we talked. What when we talked like I mean I thought Denver was the best job, and we've had this conversation multiple times. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to take a job in that cycle because I really didn't think that there were very good jobs. But Denver has a good ownership group. Um, they've got a quarterback who, with the exception of last year, was on the trajectory to be in the Hall of Fame. Now he's with the quarterback whisper of all quarterback whispers. So if anybody can fix Russell Wilson's game, it would be Sean Payton. Uh, he's got a defense that's uh, they, they, they chew nails. Uh, I think they finished like sixth in the NFL last year. So, yeah. uh, you know, defense has never really been his forte. And they've got a good running back. They've got good wide receivers. Uh I don't obviously they got to put a lot into their offensive line, but that can be done in one offseason, as the Dolphins have shown you many years. Not to say that they've ever completed the job or but injuries off oftentimes uh, impacted that. But Sean Payton is not in cap hell and he's annually been in cap hell with the, the New Orleans Saints. And now it's interesting to see what he can do as a as an evaluator and a team builder. I know he built the Saints, but he was always in Capel and always had a quarterback from the jump. Um, you you know, as you get older and older people, they kind of lose a filter, correct? You know, you, you come, <laughs> yes, you can look forward you, to it. You come into this world without a filter, you leave this world yes. without a filter. You okay? you think he lost his filter? Let me finish. All right, let me let me, let me hear this out. All right, so 
Terry Bradshaw. Did you catch Terry Bradshaw? Um, no. Oh, he's no. he's hanging out with Vic Lombardi. Okay. Uh, okay. And he says about Peyton, oh, we hung with him, established a clear foundation for his basis of knowledge about Peyton's references. We would talk and and he would talk and talk and talk. And then it slowly started to get more and more interesting. I'd say, you can't go to Charlotte, Bradshaw says. That's the NFC South. Okay, fine. Makes sense. No controversy there. Uh, you can't go to Houston, Bradshaw says. They don't have a quarterback down there, and you don't want to be in Houston. That one seemed a little odd. They didn't have a quarterback when Payne went to New Orleans, and it all worked out. And I'd love to know more about what Terry against the Houston, unless it's just an Oilers thing from the late 70s. It's but then it's good. Bradshaw was asked about Peyton coaching the Cardinals and quarterback Kyler Murray. He didn't want to work with that quarterback, Bradshaw says. Nah. And then Lombardi swooped in the hammer. He says he'd rather work with Russ. I don't think so, Bradshaw says, busting out with a big old Louisiana laugh. But that's all he's got. He's got no choice. But I'll tell you one thing, he'll get the most out of him. So I don't think I think he really wanted the, the Houston job or the Carolina job. Mm-mm. I don't think he wanted Arizona or Denver, which Houston or Carolina, they don't have a quarterback. That doesn't make any sense when you say that. And you had, you could talk about the picks, but none of these quarterbacks, uh, you know, maybe the Kentucky kid, are going to be instant add water. C.J. Stroud? Maybe, maybe C.J. Stroud or something. I don't know. I mean, nah, he's too he tiny. He's not. He's, uh, uh, but, I mean, but here's the here's the thing. And like he just mentioned, he didn't have a quarterback in New Orleans, and it ended up working out for him. You know what I mean? But my point is, I don't think a lot of people want to deal with the Kyler Murray, Russell no. Wilson mess. You know what I'm saying? That's the, I, that's. The, I that's think they the would thing. rather deal. I think they would rather do. Like let let's let's be real about this. Let let's let's separate. Them. Dude, he already drew the line. He'll say said, yeah, Russ's trainers aren't in here anymore. They're done. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> let's let's separate both quarterbacks because it's not fair to Russell Wilson that you're putting Kyler Murray on Russell Wilson. Yes, they are both African American small quarterbacks. No, no, that, that has not, that has nothing. Uh, to no, do. no, I, we're, we're doing the, we're doing the, the comparison. Package. We're doing the comparisons. This, it's because not, it's not about athleticism. It's no. not about color, Omar. No, no. no. It's about baggage. Come on. Let's just get There are a lot of it. quarterbacks with baggage. There are let's two not, try, baggage. Let's not two. try to stir it up with something it's not. No, it no, 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 no. There are a lot of quarterbacks with baggage. Russell's baggage is different than Kyler's baggage. Okay, but it's baggage. The, every it's baggage. quarterback comes with baggage. You don't think Tua comes with baggage? Exactly. I, I've said uh, that uh, many, many. I've said it many, many times that with Tua and with Tebow and with certain guys, they are uh, lightning rods. It's yeah. different kinds of lightning rods, but they're lightning rods. It's, it's about which it quarterback do you want to work with? And, and I get it. Everybody's saying that Russell is washed. Russell is is not. You know, Russell had. Russell didn't have a center the entire season. Russell had a, a putrid offensive line. Now, is that an excuse for how he played? No. Russell had a bad head coach, bad offense, and was 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 learning an offense. You know, th- there are so many excuses or justifications. I call them excuses, but they can be classified as justifications. Why Russell Wilson struggled in the way that he struggled. Kyler struggled. Kyler's play has been consistent. It's you know, street ball till he gets yeah, injured. There. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people will say that's Russell Wilson's game as well. Russell Wilson plays street ball. I don't necessarily agree. I think Russell Wilson's has been a traditional pocket quarterback, not a street ball quarterback. Um, can I say that maybe age is catching up to him? Yeah, possibly. But maybe. Maybe, maybe, right. maybe, but think about it. Quarterbacks are now so protected that they're playing till they're 40. Like, how does all of a sudden Russell Wilson go from the winningest quarterback in the NFL at his stage to, you know, a Super Bowl winner, trajectory on the Hall of Fame, to all of a sudden a dud in one season? I say bad line and bad coaching. Now, it could be age and, and durability and injury and, and unfamiliarity with the offense. Yeah, but maybe those factors change. The only thing that doesn't change is the age. And if it is going to be age, okay, then it's a bad investment. And 
hell, teams make bad investments all the time and they move on from them. Uh, Sean Payton, there's no shame in him giving it a year with a guy who is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. And if it doesn't work out, he moves on. I promise well, you. You could, you could tell, by the way, he was given that green light right there. Like he took over the job and said, hey, guys, I'm going to try the best with him. But you got to understand if it doesn't work, I've got to move on. Because clearly when he he walked in and said, yeah, there'll be his like, I'm sure they're going to eliminate his office. I'm sure they're going to uh, he already said they're not going to bring his trainers in. So, that, yeah, I, think, I mean, I think those but, are but the, no matter who was hired, they weren't going to bring his trainers in. No, I, I no. think those are the diva things that they want to eliminate. And people didn't, I guess, didn't want to deal with, I guess. I don't know. But that's kind of what it is. I'm with you on the play side. It's hard to think a guy that that threw, um, you know, 25 touchdowns and six interceptions last year, all of a sudden, you know, fell off the earth when two years ago he's throwing 40 touchdowns, you know. So it, it's it's hard to think that in the, you know, yeah. what he did last year rep, re, represents anything that he was the, the two years before that when he was playing stellar football. And so, yeah, I, I'm with you. It, it's 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 kind of screwed up to see how the drop off went that way. When you really look at it physically, it doesn't look like he's broken down. Like some guys, you see them, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew yeah. Brees, Drew Brees, you know, absolutely, Peyton Manning, yes, you're like, oh yes. shit, it like whoa, it's falling off a cliff, yes, right, right, that, and, and it, you can make you can populate. make that argument, you can make that argument for him. I think it was a lot of bad coaching when I watched right, the Denver Broncos. Right, I'm when you. I watched the Denver Broncos, I thought I looked at it and I saw bad line play, bad coaching. And any quarterback is going to struggle in that situation. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if he can actually, you but, know, but fix all of offensive. That. I mean, think about from a team standpoint, they 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 had the best situation in the offseason. And here's the thing: people can say, "Oh, he wasn't their first choice," and I do agree that he wasn't their first choice. But I think the part of the reason that he wasn't their first choice is because of the price tag and the power he needed. But right. the man got eighteen and million dollars and compensation. And compensation. The the man got eighteen million dollars a year. Like, no. you know, you, well, you could call me whatever you want if you're paying me twice what everybody else is making. I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 with you there. I just so does it work? It, it's Sean Payton. Um, I can't outside of Andy Reid. I don't know if I can name a better coach in the NFL. So I would have to say it does work. Um, and yes, I know people are going to say, Bill Belichick, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, show me Bill Belichick winning without Tom Brady. And I know he's won twice without Tom Brady, but I'm sorry. You can't have the greatest quarterback of all time. And you He's know, never won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady as a, as a head coach. No, no, no. He, yes, he, he, not as a head coach. But yeah, um, no, 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 no. Sean Payne's only won one Super Bowl. Belichick's right. won six, but I would argue to you that Belichick is 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 that Belichick. I don't believe Bel. I think Belichick can't coach an elite offense without Tom Brady. That's yeah. just. There's just a part of me that almost that 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 thinks this is going to be a disaster. Oh, in uh, Denver. Yeah. It I don't can. know why, dude. I just think this is going to be a disaster. I, I'm curious to see what's what what his staff looks like, and I'm I'm dying to see. You know, because uh, I, I don't. I, while he had he had good personnel, people. Mm -hmm. Um, it it was it was one of those things that coaches the, line up to go work with coaches like huh? that. Coaches what? line up to go work with coaches like that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. I just you I got to see I got to see it to believe it man cuz he was doing some some funky stuff after Breeze left you know you're believing in this you know Taysom Hill guy and all that kind of stuff and I almost felt like there was this ego like well I can it's my system and I can just uh -huh. yeah. plug anybody in and I yep. I kind of get I I kind of like you know it's like no dude you just can't, you know, I, I, I get it. You all saw Joe Gibbs do it. So you think everybody else can do it. But go look at the teams that Joe Gibbs had. Okay. That's why he was able to win with three different quarterbacks because they were so loaded on offense and defense. And those lines were as dominant as they, as they could possibly get the, the, and there was no salary cap in those days. 
So you could have Daryl Green on one end and the fun bunch on the other side and John Riggins and you can, you know, have Dexter Manley just terrorizing defenses and you can have the hogs and, you know, so it was a different era of football in those days. So maybe you could do that kind of shit and get away with it. But in today's NFL, do you think you're going to be able to maintain Art Monk and all those guys together for all those uh, years? I mean, the model is the model is what the Dolphins are working with right now, which is you have a young, inex- young, inexpensive quarterback, and and he won't be inexpensive for for much longer. But um, build your strong core, build your team, um, draft well, have young talent on young cheap talent on your roster till you have to pay your quarterback. Well. You know, Denver's in a reverse situation, but I think they do have a good foundation. I think they do have a good team. Um, let me look up what their cap situation is. Because By the way, by the way, do you know that the Dolphins, as bad as the whole concussion thing was this year, if you want to find one small bright spot, one small one, like, yeah. like really tiny, but it actually could be really big. See, now Tua has no shot at getting an extension anymore. He's going to get his fifth-year option picked up. Yes. Okay. Listen to him. Relax again. Relax. He's going to get his fifth-year option picked up. So if he kicks ass and stays healthy the next year, then he'll get a new contract. It won't start till year six. So you technically bought yourself another window because that fifth year is only $22.5 million. Cap went up $16 million this year. It'll go up another 10 or $16 million next year. And so – the $22.5 million salary in year five will not be nearly as bad. And then... Did did, I, did you freeze? What happened here? Ah, what happened? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm you're back. back. Okay, you're back. I know All if, right. uh, let's see if... Uh, back. 20, can Hold you hear on. me? There he is. Oh, okay. now, now you got now you got me right. Yes. So I now do. the fifth year is the twenty-two and a half million, which becomes a bargain in today's world, as you know, uh, very uh, manageable. And then wait, follow me. Hold on a second. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get the new contract, and that first year is a lowered number, anyways. Yeah. So, so I, you kind of technically bought yourself two more years to kind of build the team around him and make that run, is what I'm saying. If he would have kicked ass this year. Mm, it would have been over because he would have. He did huh? kick ass this year. No, no, but what I mean is, quarterback in, 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 his, in his case, kicking ass is playing 16, 17 games, is what I mean. That's what I mean. If okay. he if he stays healthy and plays, we all know he can play. That part is over already. Enough of that shit. Is it? Is it? Because I'm. Yeah. I mean. Well, listen. Uh, if, you, if 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 people want to be ignorant out there and think that he can't play, well, then you know, whatever, bro. Go. You probably think the election's rigged too. So listen. So the bottom line is that they kind of technically bought themselves an extra year <sighs> to, to to get stay in that rookie deal deal thing that, hey, you know, like, as you know, the bills are now going to go through hell. The Chargers are already talking about cutting Keenan Allen and cutting people because, you know, that cheap ass owner has got to now pay Herbert because mm. Herbert doesn't have an injury history right now. So now you've got to pay him because he's completed year four. Unlike Tua, that, you know, he's got to wait another extra year because of that. So for me, in a way, that's just the one little bright spot that it bought the team in the front office time to make that championship run before you've got to pay the guy. And then, you know what I mean? For Ross, it won't be as bad as you know, because Ross doesn't mind having that money in escrow. A Dean Spanos for the Chargers. He's got to put that money in escrow for Herbert. Oh, my God. That's going to cripple the rest of the team. His cheap hat. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I you, you know, I pride myself on being one of the best NFL guys when it comes to the business in the NFL. And I, I really think that, that you know, I, I've spent a decade teaching young writers how to understand the business in the NFL. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. There are teams that are capped strapped i mean not cap strapped but teams that are cash strapped and there are teams that are not cash strapped the dolphins have always had the luxury steve ross will spend when he's ready when it when when you say you need to spend bradley chubb no problem he'll spend if he if he needs to spend to create cap space 
he'll spend. He'll extend Tyreek Hill. He'll extend Jerome Baker. I'm just throwing out names. I'm not saying that. Right, right, right. Do these right. things. He'll do what, what you know, he did do it last year. But the most he'll, important part is all those signing bonuses is money that's in escrow. Yes. And yes. like, bro, that's yes. fluid. That's less liquid cash it, it, that he's got to put on the side. Yes, yes. That, that shit is real, dude. Yes, okay? Well, yes. you got to do that. Um, where, Whereas there are other owners like, the Raiders or the Chargers who are not in positions to do that. So that's why I've always respected and appreciated Steve Ross. Um, I don't necessarily agree with you on it buys Miami time um, because he, if it, I, I knew and said from the beginning, even before the concussions, I'm not extending him. I'm giving him the fifth year option. Well, yeah, and, but, but, but doggy, if he would have stayed healthy all year, that they, I would have still wouldn't have done it. Still wouldn't have done it. I need, but to they would have. They would have done it. it they, they, they do a lot of stupid things. Yes, you're okay, right. As an organization, they do a lot of stupid. I'm most curious. Teams would have paid. Most teams would have started the negotiations if the kid stays healthy all year and plays the way he played. My God, can you imagine his stats? That if he that, adds the games he missed, shit. That it, I still wouldn't have done it. That's why the fifth year option is is there. I hated the fact that the Dolphins gave Ryan Tannehill a contract as opposed to triggering his fifth year option before he'd even proven anything. I would need and have to see to do it for two years. Once I see you do it for two years, health not even factoring in. Once I see you do it for two years, I'll pay you whatever. And I'm very curious what the Jalen Hurts contract will be because he's going to have to get a contract this year. He's probably going to be a $200 million quarterback. That contract is probably going to set the shelf life shelf for where Tua's contract is going to be. And basically I need to, I need to figure out how I need to build and how I need to maneuver to be able to afford that. If, if that's the route that we're going. And I definitely do believe that that's the route we're going. I think I'm, I'm happy that that's the route we're, we're going. Um, but you, but they have a two year window. They truly do have a two year window to, to build it. Before they got to tear it down, and and that's just that's just the nature of of where the NFL is in in this economy. Oh, and and this business cycle, you you've gone from four year windows to probably three year windows, and and right now the way that they moved last year with the Bradley Chubb, with the Tyree Kill, with the Teron Armstead, that year's already started. So now you're in a three year window. You you finish one year. You're 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 entering two year window to really make a push at it. And that's why they made that Bradley Chubb move. What, did I agree with it? Not really. Did I support it? Not really, but I understood it. Yeah, no. And actually it didn't, it worked out and didn't work out <laughs> because yeah, no, I was, yeah. Cause it's kind of funny because you really needed him. Cause Ogba got hurt the week yeah. right after you acquired him, but it didn't work out because he didn't do exactly what you needed him to do. But then it works out again now because you now got Vic Fangio who knows him, knows how to use him, knows how to maximize him. Yeah. So, and, and, know, and the maybe, amount of, maybe, the and by the way, maybe the front office and the coach says, Let's get him. We're gonna get Fangio next year anyway, and they'll they'll oh, work stop together. It. They, okay, maybe they did. They, you're, yeah. right, you're, right, oh, you're right. 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 You are right. They did. But to think that the Fangio thing was a bidding war, like even just put some respect on Steve Ross's name on that one as well. Like he was to, coming here the entire time. He's just an old school dude that got pissed off that his agent let the shit out, and then please. when Mike Silver calls him. He's the same old grumpy old guy says, oh, I haven't signed anything yet. No. And then Mike mm. Silver ran with that and say, well, his relationship with Shanahan. This, he was never going back to Denver with Peyton. He was never going to San Francisco. He was coming here the entire time. Nah, his bro. Mom, nah, his, bro. Mom is here, his mom is here in Florida. His family's in Philly. He chose the family side. The girlfriend will fly over from the West Coast. That's it, bro. It's over. It's done. That's it. He was always coming here. He's just an old school guy. That's why his statement when it came out, he'll he'll you know he'll ad he'll address and take over when the Super Bowl is over. He wanted to respect the Eagles that he was doing a job for them, and he's paid for the job through the end of the season. And the end of the season is this Sunday. So uh, to me, it was just an old school guy that does things the right way. 
and he didn't want it the modern way where it gets out on social media. That's all, all of a sudden, Sean Payton is in the mix for a job again, and 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 Fangio's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Fangio never said that. Fangio never said that. He never said, listen, wait a minute. He never said anything. Never said anything. Mike all Silver's one of was, the best in the business. That, that's right. And listen to his quote. All he says, nothing's finalized. I haven't signed anything. Because he does, he's working for somebody else, Omar. Okay, I can respect Mike, that. Mike Silver just got one quote from him and then ran in a completely different direction on his own and threw the Shanahan thing, which was, he never threw the Denver thing. He threw the Shanahan relationship in there, which had nothing to do Boy, with it. And you, it was you, never you, going you, to happen. You going through this with a fine tooth comb. Listen, to, it's a That's very simple. what I do. It's, it's a very simple proposition to me. Uh, Steve Ross pays the most. Steve Ross. No, gonna... no, no, no. The Waltons have just as much money for. They're, yeah, they're, they're, but they own, the... oh, they own Walmart, bro. They own. I, I get it. They got a lot of money, but Steve Ross's history of being they big daddy, money. big daddy. They, they have more money than the Federal Reserve, dude. Come on, it's, they don't lack money. It wasn't a money thing. It was a principle thing, dude. It had nothing to do with money. He was going to get paid no matter what. Yeah, and that 49ers job might have been appealing. Might might have been. No, 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 no. Let me explain something to you. Both Denver and San Francisco have better made defenses mm -hmm. right now. Yep. And, and the Denver one is in his style, mm -hmm. his players. Mm -hmm. He knows them already. Mm -hmm. So all those jobs would have been easier for him. The fact that he took this job tells you that he was dead set on taking this job not any of the other ones he wasn't linked to anything else he was linked to miami last he's year. always yeah he's always been linked here and it ended up happening the only thing is the old man wanted it to happen after the super bowl now here's the next step as you say i look into it a little too much i need to follow up does he fire his agent after this is done that's what I want to know in the next uh, couple months. Yeah, his, agent, his agent's also um, uh, a McDaniel's agent. So uh, his well, agent got him so. the highest paid contract in the NFL uh, well, for that, defense that's, coordinator. That, that's another reason why that was going to happen. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, man. They probably called his ass, said, hey, tell us a little bit about Bradley Chubb before we trade for him. Da -da -da -da. Okay, we'll see you next year. That, uh, they probably did. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, you're, you're you're absolutely correct. I'm sure they had yeah. a conversation about Bradley Chubb. So, yeah. so uh, it, go ahead. It'll be curious to see what kind of defense and what style. And you know, I, I'm I'm a, a Ogba fan. You put Ogba with Jalen Phillips, and then Bradley Chubb. Um, those are three, and then uh, Christian Wilkins. I won't disrespect Christian. I'm not sure he's going to get that extension this year. We'll see. What, what, yeah, man, that's a lot of money. The, he'll get the extension, bro. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not going to draft and develop the guy and then let that guy go. That those days are done. They keep their good players. Yeah, they, these guys, these guys here, they're not like the other guys. These guys is, here is Christian keep, Wilkins a top five paid defensive tackle? Hell yeah! All right. Hell yeah! All right. Did, did yeah. you watch his ass this year? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Is, is, he, is right he Chris there, Jones? Right? Is he Aaron nobody Donald? Is, nobody is Donald and Jones, you jerky. I knew you were going to start with that. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay. How, how many notches? I, and I like. I, okay, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then, you know what? I'll put Quinn and Williams in front of him. And that's it. Okay. That's it. Uh, what about what about um the Giants kid? Um, that's it. I'm just Giant, putting the, the Jets Giants kid. kid. I'm just putting the Jets kid in front of him, and barely by a hair, okay, out of respect, because the guy's a player. I I watched that guy. That guy's a player. I put I'll put Wilkins right up there with anybody four or five right there. He's right up there, dude. He's a stud, dude. He helps in everything, man, and he's a leader too. That's the other thing, you yes, know. Yes, I, yes. I, I just think right. I, I just think yeah, he's just a, a great, great, great example for your team. Uh, Leonard Williams is he Leonard Williams? Yeah, he's right around there. Yeah, right around yeah. there. Yeah, he's in the same he's in the same ballpark that we're we're splitting hairs when we're when we're talking about those guys. Okay, he's, let me let me. Let he's me. he's awesome, dude. 
He is absolutely. He's a very he, good player. He's a very good his, player. His, his, his start, his play this year right, was okay. absolutely sick. And let me tell you, get him a secondary, and everybody's numbers up front gets better. Ooh, That's the scary good part. Good point. Okay. So, you know, I just uh, what'd you think of uh, Tua firing Lee Steinberg and like kind of allowing his the the PR people kind of to take over everything now? I always found it very odd that he had two teams, um, athletes first and then Lee Steinberg. And, and I have respect for Lee Steinberg. I think probably the, you know, he felt, felt more comfortable with with them and or more relatable to them. Um, and maybe the relationship with Steinberg strained, got strained. I, I don't know. I, 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 I always found it odd that he had two teams. One was yeah. handling marketing. One was his agent. Just usually you have the same company, same guy. And they all, it's not like Steinberg doesn't have a marketing team. Yeah, no, it, it, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, but then, you know, to a, a lot of things about Tua doesn't make any sense to me, which I, and again, I'm, again, I'm just being honest. No, but then again, listen, also, I, I got to look at it this way. If you're a young man, you're coming out of college, you're coming out with that hip injury and all of that, and you see a Lee Steinberg approach you who's got that experience, yeah. that, that, that foundation, and that where you're at right yeah. now that you've got to resell yourself. Yeah. Who better than to hire somebody as well-connected and well-respected as Lee Steinberg? So I kind of understand where that relationship builds. And then, obviously, Lee Steinberg and quarterbacks, dude. That's yeah, like, no, 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 yeah. At least I'm you know I mean? is he's got Pat Mahomes. It's not like he, you know, he's got quarterbacks. So and he's always had quarterbacks. Lee Steinberg has always had a ton of quarterbacks. So he, he, he was a gold standard for agents. He was a gold standard for agents before he fell off. For, right, right, for, right. And, and by the way, I respect him more for that yeah. because he came back from alcoholism. You know what I yeah. mean? I to me. The, if you're able to look, man, everybody has demons. And if somehow or another, if you have a demon that takes you down, if you're able to fight it like he did, I, I'm really proud of that, of anybody that out there that has been able mm -hmm. to overcome, Mike you know, McDaniel those kind of adversities. Yeah, exactly. Mike McDaniel did it, man. I, I, I find that very impressive when people are able to overcome those kind of things. But I can see where he needed him at that moment. And then I can see now where he wants to maybe consolidate it and make it a little easier where it's probably not as conflicting. You know what I'm saying? Because he's more established now. You know what I'm you know, But I, I can see where. Um, Some people uh, think he dropped Lee Steinberg so he could go ask for a new contract. And I've cut that off over the last week. I'm like, dude, that has nothing to do with it. No, he, know, he knows and whoever represents him knows. They have no business walking into that building asking for a new contract right now. I mean, so. you could ask, you could ask, but you, you could ask. You, you could ask. I mean, and I'm glad you say that as as a, a board member of the Tua Tonga Valoa Tuanon. Um, I, I respect that because it's real. You 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 can ask. You're not going to get it. Or if no, you, you don't do deserve it, it. if you, you don't do deserve it, it. huh? I, I, you don't I, deserve I, it. No, no, no. No, no, you don't deserve it. Sorry. Uh, until availability is proven, you can't give it to him, unfortunately. That's fair. I know I know he can play. I've always known he can play. Yeah. The only thing I ever had a concern about with the kid coming in was always sure. his injury history. And listen, to this year, at least I give him credit, it really wasn't about injuries. It was about head trauma. And never his career was really about head trauma. So maybe if you learn how to manage that, and you get rid of the ball early, maybe you can have yourself a really nice long career. You know, I you can get rid of the ball early. I hate when you say that. I do hate when I you say that. that. I do not want him getting rid of the ball early. The magic of Tua is that he holds on to the ball and he no, produces those big plays. Yes, it's magic. It's got no, him rated the number one quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't have that's to play funny. hot potato with the ball like, like Jay Cutler. I'm sorry. Like punishment. What do you mean? Punishment. Listen, all, all all of the plays where he got hurt, except for maybe one, was just plays that are just football plays. They weren't him holding on to the ball too long. 
I hate, I what are you hate talking you about? And, and he held on to the ball too long in Alabama. Two fat guys that were oh, talking pounds. the NFL. I'm Busted talking the NFL. Out. Don't do that. In, Don't do in that. Alabama, he busted his ankle twice in four or five seconds wow, by holding those titanium rods. Okay, and bring up the NFL. I'm last, talking concussions. Don't do that. I'm talking concussions. This last, this last one against Green Bay was 4.81 seconds. And he thinks he can outrun people. And he was he, evading the pressure, which you love when it's Dan and he Marino. Can't do that. And then when it's Tua, you hate it. I hate no, no, that. no, no, no. Marino doesn't evade any pressure. He oh, he Marino makes one it. step to the side and throws the ball. Just like Peyton Manning, just like Tom Brady, just like Drew Brees, just like all of these stiffs that their busts in Canton have better movement than they do. Jim Kevin. Okay? And that's – if if Tua wants to end up with a bust in Canton, he's got to do the same thing all those great quarterbacks did. They didn't scramble. They didn't run around. They made a quick decision. Oh, but Brett Favre once. scrambles and runs around, and it's uh, magic. Brett Favre is an Iron Man. Remember that? Do you remember the nickname Iron Man? That's oh, not Aaron Rodgers is scrambles around. No, no, that's an athlete. Oh, that's oh, an athlete. Okay, and two yeah. I, I didn't mention athletes when I mentioned Marino and All right, Peyton. Fine, fine. Okay, fine. when I met when I mentioned uh, Drew Brees, these aren't athletes. They're statues. They're they're statue. Hall of Fame statues. The same statue that you see in Canton is the same thing that took a snap. Same thing. Same exact thing. Jim Kelly wasn't like that. But they were just as good as everybody else. They didn't have to move around. You don't really have to move around a ton. You just need to manipulate the pocket. Use your eyes. Make a quick decision. Get rid of the football. Dan Marino never put a shoulder into a defender. Ever in his life. And he had no plans on ever doing it. None. Because he ran and put a shoulder into a defender, I, that's an exhibit yeah, of fresh athletics. off a concussion, fresh off a concussion. Remember? And then he goes to the silence says, coach. I needed that. That's when you like smack him on the head and say, what are you? You dumbass? You don't need that. Nobody needs that. Listen, no it's, quarterback needs it's that. Called football. It's a very physical game. And he, to, to, to get it to um, we on I am athlete, we did um, sit down with Lawrence Taylor which is out now on the uh, on, on YouTube. Very phenomenal sit down um, with a very, with an, you know, you, you brought up the old guys. Lawrence Taylor never had a filter. As he's aged, his filter has gotten worse. Um, and he brings up this generation of quarterbacks. And he's like, okay, I can never consider Tom Brady the greatest because Tom Brady, like, you can't touch him. You can't, you, you can't even hit him. You, you Like, he's like, I used to, He's like Joe Montana yeah, will and always, try, and you're trying to talk like Lawrence, by the way, when you're doing those final those. Yeah, answers. yeah. He's like you can't angry. touch him. <laughs> funny, funny, funny moment because he gives his top five, <laughs> which is section. yeah. The funny, the funniest moment is he gives his top five of defensive players, right? And he's listing them off. Um, you know, two probably controversial picks in it. You got to go see. You got to go see his top five, and then he gets to he gets to. We, they ask him about Aaron Donald because, you know, people will argue that, oh, generational players, Aaron Donald and Lawrence Taylor are probably the best defensive players of all time. I don't agree, but I, I can hear the conversation. And he and he doesn't have Aaron Donald in his top five. And then he go and then he goes, but I'll put him in there if you want me to. And, and it was so hilarious. But who else did he have that he didn't put Aaron Donald in there? He put Deacon Jones in his top five. I never saw okay. Deacon Jones play. Deacon so, Jones was a badass. Yeah. He he basically said Deacon Jones, like he was like Deacon Jones made people deaf. Like that was yeah, his yeah, he had the helmet slap. Yeah, yeah. you could get away with that. Yeah, yeah ex exactly. Um, and, and, you know, and, um, and he, and he had Ronnie Lott, which I, well, under no, I, I have no problem with Ronnie Lott in there, but you put Ronnie Lott no. over, over, um, over, um, damn, Aaron Donald? no, uh, hurricane. Over Eric, uh, Ed over Reed. Ed Reed? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because, because Ed Reed is like Deion Sanders. The, both are the best cover safety cover corner. Ronnie Lott and Rod Woodson are absolutely complete. They were cover guys, but, but they could also knock your 
pecker you in your socks. You telling me Ed Reed couldn't knock your socks off? No, Come on, bro. No, oh, no, stop it. No, stop no, it. You, no, 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 no. You telling me no, Ed Reed doesn't no. have decleaters? No, no. He, he might have a couple, bro. but it, it's not it's not Ronnie Lott, bro. Ronnie Lott and guys like that, that, that those those are the nasty like Steve Atwater types. That they brought the house when they hit you, dude. No, no, Water, no, no, no. They, really, they, like, the physicality of Ronnie Lott can never be compared. Ed Reed doesn't even come close. It's he's not even. The I didn't say he guy. comes close. I would rather have the ball skills of Ed Reed. Ed Reed. No, no. Was, that's what I'm telling you. Ronnie Lott had the same ball skills, just like Rod Woodson had the same ball skills. But the other thing was they were gonna knock the shit out of you. No, so yeah. that's not. Oh, okay. I, I've always been the guy. I'm the guy that tells you you can have Deion Sanders. I'll take Rod Woodson. You can. I'm have that guy. Deion Sanders. I'm I'll that guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm taking Rod Woodson because Rod Woodson was the ultimate two way corner. That okay. yeah, I know Deion could cover, but Deion ain't gonna give you the same run support that this guy is, and Ed Reed ain't gonna give you the same run support that Ronnie Law because Ronnie Law thought like a linebacker, bro. He knocked the crowd. That's the guy that went to the sideline and said, "Yeah, cut the tip of my finger off. I need to finish the game." You know, it's wow. It's, okay, you know what? Considering Ronnie Law has sixty three interceptions and Ed Reed has sixty four interceptions, I I will concede in this argument. Well, the difference, Omar, is I, I've watched both of them play. I, I watched, watched Ronnie Lott, Lott, but I watched the age yeah, first. You, you, watch, you watched the end of Ronnie Lott. I watched everything of Ronnie Lott. And Ronnie Lott was, you know, and Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson, you know, you everybody talks Deion Sanders, and I get it as a cover corner. Okay, I'll give him the edge. But go look at Rod Woodson's stats and go no, look at no, that. No, no, no. And we sat down and we talked to him on, on I Am Athlete as well. Rod um, Woodson is one of the one of the most baddest mofos to ever walk the face of the earth, dude. He is just special. And and for me, Ronnie Lott, if if Lawrence had him in the top five, no no problem with that, dude. It, no you know, Rod, you know, Rod Woodson is coaching the XFL, the Vegas Vipers. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, you think XFL takes off? You know, Omar, I don't think any of these things take off unless the NFL embraces it. And then that way we have a connection and a feeder system mm -hmm. and the back end of your roster, your practice squad players mm -hmm. or your third quarterback, yeah. like Skyler Thompson or something is mm -hmm. playing. So now you'll get the Dolphins. Like, like NFL Europe. Like NFL yeah. Europe. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, but but again, it can't be Europe. You got to put it here. So now you have a chance where we can go watch them and all those kind of watch things. them develop. Okay, watch I, them. I, I, there I, has to be that 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 feeder system um, like the NBA and the develop the G League where yeah. you're, you're sending your players down and we we're curious to see how they play. Right, right, exactly. Oh, you're so developing that Duncan Robinson kid. Oh, wow, and he's coming back and forth for a ten day contract. Holy shit. This guy's turning into a so, player. So each That's XFL team has to be a feeder pattern for like the AFC East and the AFC North. Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta designate. So you're players. not gonna have 32, but maybe you can have 16 of those teams, and then the 32 teams, two teams share one. You know yeah. what I mean? And then that way they have players in there. And you know what? They can also it's a feeder system for their coaches too. That's another thing that they can do because they're they're um. What's it called? Uh, what, what are those kind? Uh, those quality control coaches? And all? Yeah, okay. You can slow those guys down in the offseason if they want so they can start to develop their skills as a tight ends coach. I like, or your, game. I like your plan. I like your plan. I, I would, in fact, also say I want it in Europe because you got to build that brand of football. And I think that that's how you started out. I, I like the NFL Europe model. I really did. Um, it did. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, too. But but we're different. We're football geeks. It, it, there's not enough of those people. They need they need that they need that they need the fringe fan to get on board. You know that's what takes everything over the top. You know what I'm saying? The hardcore is always going to be there, but it's the other people that you need that join in every week in regular games, playoffs, and the Super Bowl. Now that will really get even more than the fringe. Now we'll get all kinds of people. You know, watching this people this watching week. commercials and watch watching. Oh yeah, I got to figure out who's performing with Rihanna. They haven't said. 
I'm, I'm oh like, no, I, I don't know, but I am looking forward to that one. Actually, yeah. I, like, I like pregnancy. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. she has a new song. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Rihanna fan. I'm a Rihanna yeah. fan. I, I like that. That's uh, that you, you going be to the Beyonce Rihanna. concert? No, I'm uh, no, I can't afford that. <laughs> hey, hey, I appreciate the honesty. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a con I'm a concert snob. Yes, so I'm not going to sit all the way in the back. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I've been to 12, 13, 1400 concerts in my life. If I'm going to go to a concert, I need to be close. Well, let me ask you this question. Let me, let me ask you this one question. I got to see, I got to see her up close. Okay. Let me ask you this one question. Have you ever seen Beyonce? By the way, I got to, I got to be honest. I'm really more of her destiny child days than I am. That's her fine. Music. Let me, let but me ask you this question. Point. Have you ever seen Beyonce in concert? No. No. Oh, then you not. definitely should go. You, you. Yeah, no, I know it's a show. It, 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 listen, it's a production. Listen, amazing. She's she is the greatest performer I've ever seen in my lifetime, and like, there's there's no close second. And I'm not even a big I'm not even a big Beyonce fan. I can't tell have you. you a, have you been to Bruno Mars? Yes, I've seen Bruno Mars perform. Um, I wish I would see him perform in Vegas. I would like to see that. Uh, um, but Beyonce, woo, showmanship, performing. I've seen her perform probably about four times, like two concerts with her husband, once by herself, maybe three concerts with her husband. Um, that was in my dating phase, you know. Um, I've and, seen her husband. I've seen her husband. That uh, Oh, her husband's yeah. great. She's phenomenal. She's, she, she steals the show. She is the show. So I would tell you, it, it's even worth it just to be in the nosebleed. I, I, I've sat in the nosebleed for Beyonce, um, and it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I would probably... I know, but I can't. I can't. I just can't do that. Yeah, I just can't I, do that. I've, I've sat in the front, a, too. It's not in my DNA to, to sit in the rafters anymore. <laughs> if, I, if I go to a concert, I got to have good tickets. I got to be able to see the show up close, feel it, Ooh, you know, yeah. see the performance. You know, check out the I'm musicians. Curious what, I'm curious what the concert tickets are going for. You can make oh, me look I'm it up sure now. they're expensive as hell. Those concerts, that concert ticket. Okay, I mean Bruce Springsteen just just uh, just performed, and I love Bruce. I've seen him several times, but I wasn't going to go see him at the Hard Rock because the, the tickets were absolutely crazy. But I've already seen him for a fraction of that money a whole bunch of times. Mm. You know, so it's like uh, you know, I've gotten to a point too with some bands that I've seen them Holy so much. Shit. I told you. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, nosebleed yeah. is six is five fifty. Nosebleed. Yeah. yeah, I'm not paying that. Not paying that, bro. Holy crap! Yeah, not paying that. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Oh my There's god! It starts at five fifty. Nosebleed. Well, yeah. Are you kidding me? Holy crap. You don't remember, Omar, you don't make any money selling your music anymore because all they do is steal it. So oh you have the, the only way they make money nowadays is touring. And she doesn't come out and just sing. She has an entire production. Oh, yeah, production. It, so, but, so but there, but there's her, a lot of money hey, on the stage and the people, man. Have you, you watched know? her? Have you watched her Coachella performance? Yeah, on no, I've seen yeah, yeah. On YouTube, I've seen her several times. Yes. Yes. Oh. Coachella, yeah, it's that yeah. that that's a good representation of who Beyonce is and what she does on stage. But yeah, five fifty, woo, I'm out, baby, I'm out, B, I'm out. That's right. Like, yeah, five fifty. Yeah, yeah but the Beehive, the Beehive was three three fifty a ticket. That's the yeah. height. Right. Five fifty, yeah. woo, yeah. B. Yeah, that's the kind of money I pay for. You know, I don't know. Um, what, you what two at Madison Square Garden right up front, you know, or something like that, that I have to like, okay, or I'm going to Dublin, Ireland or something and see you two and I'm up front and I'm paying three, four, five hundred dollars. Okay, I got to do that for something like that. I'm at London O2 Arena to go see whatever. Metallica that, so, so that ready. basically comes up because that one doesn't even give you the ticket master charge. So that comes up to basically I, two tickets, thirteen hundred dollars in the nose. I'll give you I'll give you a great example. You said how much it was? Five six hundred dollars for the nosebleeds. Yeah, five fifty. Okay, I just paid for Mexico City in twenty twenty four. 
to go see Metallica, uh, Greta Van Fleet, and Pantera. I paid 400 bucks. I'm up front for two nights. So I get to see Metallica and the other bands in two concerts because it's called it's two concerts, no repeats. So they're playing two full concerts, not one repeated song. So you're getting. Yes, you're getting two full sets of Metallica. That's dope. Exactly. That's dope. I, of course, that's dope. Hold on, for two nights, you got four, four, four hundred yeah. a ticket, or four hundred t- t- four hundred a ticket for the two nights. Okay, that's not okay. a bad deal. That's not a bad, not deal. A bad deal. Not, for they're gonna now, play. Now I do have to fly. Now I do have to fly to Mexico City. I do have to get a hotel, but I am gonna be there for four days. So I'll get to hang out. I'll see Mexico City. I'll go see you know some some uh, some ruins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you then make I'll a vacation around it. Freaking amazing concerts, and I'm in the freaking pit. So it's hey, like you know, I would love I would love to see a Jay Z concert. No repeats. That's that's dope. Now well, that's now, the kind of thing Alica does. So wow. But and and so I paid less than that. For that concert, and, and I'm dope. gonna get a, I'm gonna get something that is super special out of it because I get to see, I don't know, 45 songs, 50 songs, yeah, and 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 not one of them repeated two nights in a row, which to me is amazing because that means they will not play Enter Sandman in two concerts, which you would figure Enter Sandman for Metallica is in every single concert. So, but the thing is, everybody that went that first night is going to the second night. So they already phenomenal concept of a concert. Phenomenal. No repeats. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I'm doing, I'm doing the same concert in, in Quebec, in Canada, this August, I'm flying up for that. The exact same concert. Why would you? Same thing. Two nights, two different concerts. Yes. So I don't know how many same band. band. Yeah. But I'm seeing them this year in 2023 in August. The other one is in 2024 in September. So I'm I'm sure that in those four concerts, I will still get different music. Also, it won't be the same because that's not what Metallica does. They kind of change up their sets all the time. So that's I want to I want to go see a Vegas residency. Somebody I don't I don't I don't really care who it is, but I've never seen a Vegas residency performance. Um, but that that would mean I'd have to go to Vegas, and I, I really I'm not a Vegas fan. I hate Vegas. To be honest with you, oh, I love Vegas, love Vegas, and I go for none of the stuff that everybody else goes for. It's not really about just gambling and and uh, and uh, Lamar Odom whore chasing and uh, and and bachelor parties. No, it's for concerts, for shows, the the pinball Hall of Fame, food. That's what I like to do, bro. You I, know. I, and, Fremont Street, you know, which is a blast now. Fremont Street is pretty cool. A lot of things to do. There's a lot of things to do, bro, when you go to Vegas. I'll try it again eventually. I'm sure I'll be forced to. Give it a chance to do other things that are. are, No, I I do other things. I don't I don't find gambling and and certainly I know you're not. I I know you're not the gambler and the and the, you know, party guy, all that stuff. That's never been you. I know that. But that's oh, what I'm, I'm saying. A, I'm totally a partier guy. No, no, don't do, don't no, do me like that. Yeah. You know the kind of partier that I'm talking about. Oh, the, the horrors. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, that. yeah. And and coked out and wasted and thrown on the, you know, that, that's not who you are. I, I get it. You can have a couple of drinks like the rest of us. I, yeah. I get that, dude. People don't, really about like, I don't even drink anymore. Go to get, no. like, you know, the guys that go to get to completely in the sewage. You know what I'm saying? That's not really <laughs> what I want to do. It's just like, yeah, that doesn't attract me. You know, overall, but uh, I, I, I could, I could, I could do that. I don't, I don't, and that's the thing about living in Miami. You spoil yourself because Miami, it's, it's as debaucherous as you want it to be. Like you, you don't have to go to Vegas to do debauchery. I know, like this, right, exactly. Debauchery yeah. is like twenty minutes away from me. Like so, South Beach has got it all. Yeah, right, it's, yeah. it's, it's everywhere over here. Like so, but yeah. Oh, I, I didn't give you the recap. Um, okay. My my I I should have called you a Friday. Um, my anniversary. My wife mm-hmm. actually did take me on a vacation to the Keys. She took me and my daughter on on a trip to the Keys. Uh, so Sandals? Uh no. Uh we were at a very nice hotel. I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't right. It was at at the very top of the, and it was remodeled and it had a a, a great view of the pier. Because you know, in the Keys, the views of hotels are horrible. 
And my wife, I've realized this now, my wife needs a great view from her hotel. Uh, It's only taken me seven years to figure this out. And if she does not have a great view from her hotel, she's not going to like it. So we were literally at the pier at the one of the piers. So you had the view of the boat. We saw the sun come up from our balcony. It was dope. My daughter loved. Right. My right. daughter what key? loved. Uh, oh, what Key West. Key? It was Key West. Okay. Oh, it went it, all it, the way down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. went all the way down. Yeah. Um. I. I don't. I don't. I don't like any of the other keys. Oh, Isla Mirada is cool. I it's like right. Isla Mirada. It's alright. Yeah. No. Right. No. Have you ever have you ever been to Bartender's Weekend back in the day in Isla Mirada? I'm oh. sure I've been to a lot of those places via boat. To be honest with you, back, back in the '80s. Oh. oh no 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 no! Oh baby, oh baby, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Those were the days. All right, tell them about I Am Athlete, bro. Uh, as I said, we got the Lawrence Taylor interview up now. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be doing Super Bowl rounds, but to see a legend talk about, you know, and, and it really just that conversation just reminds me about the ageism in in football. We forget about the generations like Lawrence Taylor created an entire defense. Like he's yeah. the man behind that. The, it's the origins of the three, four, like the, the so, ultimate werewolf, the ultimate werewolf. Yeah. He's, and he told some great stories about, you know, how he forgot games and shit like that. I, I, how he forgot games. The, the night story, again. Did he, did you guys ask him about the story when he showed up to practice in handcuffs? No, I've never heard that one. Yeah. No. Ask him next time. All right, follow him on Twitter at Omar Kelly, baby. And, of course, catch I Am Athlete. Make sure you subscribe and follow and catch him every Wednesday here on the platform. Omar, as always, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. You got it. There you go. Omar Kelly.